0: We're about to read Psalm chapter sixteen, but I've had this interesting experience been going on while I've been making these videos. The Psalms, you know, they're songs, and um, if you've been in church your whole entire life, like I have, and you've been you've attended at least one, but for me, often two services on every Sunday, you've sung a lot of songs. <laughs> and as you go through the Psalms, you see lines in the songs that um you've sung you've sung them in church and um a perfect example was the last song the last psalm we did the last video which was yesterday for you psalm 15 and it said who can stand in the holy place and there's a song you know who can stand in the holy place he whose hands are pure and as i've been going through these psalms i've been getting all these songs stuck in my head (laughs) and i've got to say it's so wonderful to have the word of God just coming out of you so naturally. And there's something wonderful about it, music that does that to you. And um, there's something wonderful about worship. If you if you're one of these people that's cranial, now I'm pretty, I'm a pretty cranial person. I live in my thoughts a lot of the time. Um, and you might say to yourself, what's the point of worshiping in church? Because you know, let's just get to the sermon. <laughs> Uh, like that's the highlight of the week. But no, the worship teaches you about the Lord just as much as the sermon does too. You should pay attention to the words. But the worship also puts the word of God into your heart and it comes out at the most unexpected times and it's been coming out for me as I've been doing these Psalms videos and it's just really, really good. And I've, I've often, over the years, as I've had a, you know, a question or a prayer, I've often remem- remembered a Psalm or remembered a song Sometimes the songs we sing are not the Psalms, they're other words, but some of those words have come back to me, and the Lord speaks. So, yeah, when you go to church, appreciate the worship because it's doing you a lot of good as well, as as is communion, which is a means of grace, and as is the word of God as well. Let's read Psalm 16, a poem by David. Preserve me, God, for I take refuge in you. My soul, you have said to Yahweh, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. As for the saints who are in the earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied who give gifts to another god. Their drink offerings of blood I will not offer, nor take their name on my lips. Yahweh assigned my portion and my cup and made my lot secure. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. I will bless Yahweh who has given me counsel. Yes, my heart instructs me in the night seasons. I have set Yahweh always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body shall also dwell in safety. For you will not leave my soul in Sheol, neither will you allow your Holy One to see corruption." You will show me the path of life, and in your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. In the World English version we're reading, it said that this was a poem by David. (laughs) In the Hebrew, it says that this is a miktam. No one knows what a miktam is, and I think that's why this version just said it's a poem. But there are some theories. One theory is that the word miktam means gold. So that they suggest these are golden psalms. This one here, Psalm 16, plus psalms 56 to 60 are all miktams. So maybe these are the golden psalms. Another possible idea is that these are atonement psalms. Could be that too. Another has suggested, another suggestion is that these aren't actually songs, which is why this was a poem, but these were silent reflections. So maybe... In the book of Psalms, it's possible we have a few that are not songs, not sure. So in the start, in verse 2, he said to the Lord, my soul says to the Lord, apart from you, I have no good thing. Now, if this was a reflection, that's something to reflect about. Nothing good, nothing at all we have comes from ourselves, but certainly no good thing comes from us. We have good things in our lives, but all of them come from the Lord. But even the good things we have, if we compare them to the Lord, they're not even good compared to him. And in the end, we can say, Lord, you are the good thing that I have. (laughs) These are things that are worth reflecting about. In verse six, he says, the lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. And you might say, what on earth is that about? Well, when Israel was first divided up between the tribes, they set all the lines down. And they said, this is Judah. This is Benjamin. This is Levi." And then within those tribes, this is the family of this. And they drew all the lines and divided up the inheritance. And he said, the lines have fallen in pleasant places. In other words, things worked out really good for me. But that's one meaning. But the true meaning is, I've got the Lord. It's really worked out good for me. In verse 10, he says, you will not leave my soul in Sheol, nor will you allow your Holy One to see decay. That was quoted in Acts chapter 2 when Peter preached on the day of Pentecost and in Acts chapter 13 when Paul preached. Both of them quoted that as a resurrection scripture because Jesus Christ is the Holy One and he didn't see decay. He was raised back up. So here Psalm 16 is quoted twice in the New Testament. And Finally, in verse 11, it says, You will show me the path of life because in your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now, we know that's true in heaven. You get there, you'll be in the Lord's presence forever, and there will be full of pleasure. But now, you can be in the Lord's presence now. My son, he's reading a book called Tortured for Christ by Richard Wormbrand. And in that, he was, uh, you know, living in communist Romania, and he was being tortured because he was a pastor, and they would throw him into solitary confinement, and he was there for years. Normal people can't survive that amount of time in solitary, but he came out completely normal. And people said to him, how did you survive your time in solitary? And he said, easy. He said, I wasn't there. (laughs) He he somehow was in the presence of the Lord and it it was full of joy. So there you go. You can experience the pleasures of the Lord now (laughs) at his right hand of pleasures forevermore. So press into him and experience the joy of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Psalm 16, a mictam, which does have much for us to reflect on and is truly a golden psalm. Amen.